Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 61 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast. The podcast where we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever gonna break it down. This week, it's just me. That's right. You get quality time with Booney. Uh, I figure we'll close out season three with just a solo episode. I'll save the interview that I have done for season four. I think you guys are still going to love it. Um, but in this episode, I have questions um, that have flooded my DMs throughout the season. I've gotten a few emails. And uh, so it's just a catch-all episode where I'm going to answer some of these questions. Some of them are spicy. Some of them are more thoughtful. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, not going to prolong this, but let's get into Booney's Pick of the Week. And I want to say it is you guys. Um, like I said, this is the last episode in season three. And you guys have made season three the best season in terms of downloads, in terms of you guys sharing and helping me push the word out about the podcast. It's all because of you. Uh, March 2018 was about my best month. And then April 2018 was my best month. And now we still have a few more days left in May. And May is my best month. Uh, so you guys keep keep move, helping me move the bar and move the bar. And you know how you feel like you're just right on that tipping point? Like the bucket is just about to flip up. Like that's where I feel <laughs> the podcast is. And so I appreciate every single one of you, whether you started listening at episode one if you started listening at episode 20, if you started listening last week at episode 59, um, I really, 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 really appreciate you. And I can't get these thousands and thousands of downloads without you guys. And we have so many laughs and it's just so much fun. And so you guys are why I have a show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get into some housekeeping. Episode 60 was with KG and we talked about, can you separate the art from a fucked up artist? <laughs> and we kind of focused the conversation around mostly R. Kelly because that fuck nigga is just keeps being in the news. Um, and he still has not faced any, rep- you know, repercussions of his actions per se. Um, I guess from the legal community, he's getting shows and shit canceled. But it seemed like overwhelmingly, most of the people listening and the people who wrote back to me were conflicted on um, truly giving up the art. And not just for R. Kelly, but some other people. Some people were like, you know what? Nope. And some people, I just draw a hard line. I'm still going to rock with their shit. And it was a few people who even said like, you know, society as a whole just doesn't care about the well-being of women and the safety of women and children which is true so until we address that issue they didn't want to be fake outrage about what's happening with some of these artists and the art that we've grown to love from them so i thought it was fair so thanks for sharing your feedback on episode 60 um also remember there are no new episodes in june we'll be back with season four of the boonie breakdown podcast on monday july 2nd yes mark your calendars it'll be four weeks without your weekly dose of boonie but you know not that big of a deal you can go back catch up on some past episodes or you can check me out on other podcasts i just did a guest appearance on um a podcast marquita in your business it was really really fun chatting with her i'll put a link to that episode in the show notes if you have not had a chance to check it out but we had a good conversation over on her podcast about if you especially someone who's interested in starting a podcast we talked about like how much work you have to do to put into it and then we just chat about you know pop culture what's happening in life she's moving back to the east coast from california 
I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just check it out. Hit the link in the show notes. If you, in the meantime, you know, you mi- next week you miss me, you want to hear my voice, you can go check out this podcast. Also, you guys know it's so helpful when you leave a review. You can leave a review on the Facebook page at The Booney Breakdown. You can leave a review if you listen on any Apple device, an Apple podcast app. You know, you just have to go hit write a review. You have to search out my page in case you're already subscribed and make sure you have a nickname set up in your iTunes account because if you do not, you cannot leave a review. All right, that's our hack. Thank you for the life hack, Sheikah. <laughs> and we already know the Booney Breakdown Live is sold out. I am just over the wall, over the moon, ecstatic about that. So thank you guys again. But there is a contest running over on my Instagram page at Booney at the Booney Breakdown over on Instagram. This is the very last ticket to this event. Okay. This is it. Like I have filled this room to capacity. I only thought I was going to sell like 20 tickets. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this space will work. So this room is at capacity. So this contest is sponsored by the good folks at Pure Home. They make uh, some amazing non-toxic, um, you know, household cleaners, dish detergents. I love the laundry detergent. I'm doing laundry right now. Um, so she makes amazing, amazing products. It's black owned. It's a woman owned small business. So I will put a link to her business in the show notes if you would like to support. But again, this is the very last ticket. Last one. It's not going to be no more. Okay. So if you want to get this, head on over to the Instagram. So again, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, The Booney Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter. And when you're sharing this episode with a link, of course, if you can, um, use the hashtag The Booney Breakdown or the hashtag pod N-P-O-D-I-N. So that is it for me, guys. Let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl, Booney. And uh, like I said, this episode is mostly a catch-all episode. These are some questions that I've gotten over like the past two seasons, kind of. And um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like they did not fit into an episode or I got them a few times. And I'm like, why do people want to know this about me? So I figure, you know what, we'll do this as this last episode. We'll close it out kind of a get to know boonie um i'm laughing because on black twitter it's been this conversation about pre-dates and dating and i feel like these are pre-date questions well <laughs> some of them because <laughs> like okay first of all like people are like what's a pre-date and i don't even think you have to say a pre-date i just think it's things you do before you officially go on a date maybe you just go grab coffee maybe it's even just a phone conversation like do i even like you enough to want to go on a date with you so i don't think it's a new behavior maybe people just never heard the phrase of pre-date i hadn't um i learned a lot of things from (laughs) from twitter like is this what people are saying so yeah but I digress. So I'm going to start out easy because some of these questions are a little spicier than others. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven here. Some of the answers will be very short. Some of them might go a little bit longer, but I shouldn't take a full hour of your time for this episode. I always say that and then I go to export it and it should be like 57 minutes. But 
I'm going to try to give you some of your hour back. <laughs> so the first question I got was, um, I actually got this question three times in different variations. And it was about me being natural. And so pretty much the essence of the three different questions was, why did I go natural? And I think it's funny because I've been natural so long that I did not know this was a discovery that people were still having this conversation and still trying to go natural. And it's funny, even one of my close friends just kind of did um, a big chop. And it's so great because I just love it when people go natural. So for me, why I went natural, um, it wasn't even some amazingly big, profound reason why. I've been natural now 11 years. Yeah, 11 years. Um, I think it'll be 11. Yeah, it'll be 11 years in September. Um, yeah, it wasn't any big profound reason of I just wanted to like my hair. No, it really was. I was just sick of getting perms. And like every time I would get a perm, my hair would get to a certain length. It would start breaking. Then I would have to cut it into this little cute bob or something to make it work. And so that is literally um, the reason why. And I think around that time 11 years ago it was like that natural hair online space was just kind of budding and some of these companies were just kind of taking off because at the time it was really like curl's daughter comet biologics and like one other brand and now it's amazing to me 11 years later you can walk into cvs and sally's and ulta and target and walgreens and just find dozens on dozens on dozens of natural hair care products. I can't even think to how much money I was spending on shipping and handling um, 11 years ago. Because everything you had to buy, you had to buy it online and get it shipped. It was no go to the store and buy this product. Um, so it's amazing to me how the space has grown. But back in the day, um, it was blackgirllonghaironline.com, uh, Curly Nikki, um, um, Fro Fashion Week. These were all the spaces that I was getting, um, getting my natural hair advice from. And so I think I started my transition and my last perm was April 14th, 2007. And, um, I big chop sometime in September. I don't know that date, which is funny to me. Um, and I was supposed to be transitioning and so I always say I commend the people who transition because that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot more of care to your hair. And so I did try transitioning and just one day someone couldn't do my braids. And so I was like, what the fuck? I can't go to work looking like this. And I went into the salon and asked the lady to cut my hair. And the one lady was like, no, you have too much hair. I think you're going to regret this. And then the owner of the salon came over, took some scissors and cut right in the middle, in the front of my head. And that was it. Um, and I will admit, because <laughs> one of the other questions was, was it this amazing, amazingly enlightening experience? And I'm going to say the first time, no. Um, <laughs> it wasn't because then I, I remember getting in my car and pulling down the overhead mirror and wanting to cry because I was like, oh my God, I look fucking ugly. It was uneven. I had maybe like uh, an inch of new growth. And I was like, why the fuck did I do this and so I remember calling um my mom because my mom has locks and the lady who does our locks was able to fit me in and give me some finger coils or cone coils and I did that and at the time I was ugh, I was wearing these dreadful godful I think gray colored contacts oh my god which I look back at the pictures like I feel like that made it worse 
And so I remember going, um, Ashley, who was on episode 12, I went to her house and knocked on the door because it was the closest person to the lady who did my hair. And she was like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, yep, I'm ugly. Uh (laughs) But no, it wasn't this enlightened, planned moment and spiritual revelation but I did, however, do a second big chop. Um, I chopped all my hair off again. I think that was in 2015, September, or October of 2015. And uh, that time I cut my hair, I think I had, um, and I didn't do a f- all the way down. It wasn't as short, but I had a lot of hair and I cut off the bulk of it into like a really cute tapered cut. And of course it was after a silly boy. Um, so I did a Bernadine or Bernadette from waiting to exhale bullshit. But I will say that one, like each time the lady was cutting and the scissors, like I, it, I felt lighter. Um, so I, was, I had a little bit of more of an emotional reaction to the second big chop. But my first one, it was just like, what the fuck? I can't go to work looking like this. And I just chopped all my hair off being the impulsive, spontaneous Sagittarius that I am and didn't think it through and then had to call my mom to save the day. So, yeah, that's why I went natural. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you weren't looking for some amazing detail. I was literally just sick of perms, the smell of perms and getting scalp burns and shit from scratching my head and getting a perm. So... Yeah, and now, like, I went into a salon recently and smelled perm. Ugh. You know, no judgment if you're still doing that. But, like, oh, my God, the smell of it really just made me sick. Like, I just remember sitting in a salon for hours and smelling fried hair and perms and all that shit. Ugh. It really just made me sick. Um, So, yeah. Sorry. Nothing enlightening there. <laughs> so the next question (laughs) you know what i'm gonna save all the spicy ones all right we're gonna save the spicy ones because we'll save the laughs to then so okay this next question was from someone who listened to episode 49 recently with uh that episode was with jeanette curtis and we talked about the journey to wellness and how her um mom's um battle with cancer spurred her to get serious about her health and fitness and wellness and honestly you guys really love that episode Uh, episode 49 was uh, my most downloaded episode for season three and so i got two questions from that episode and um uh, both of you guys are very caring and great accountability partners, I will say. And both of the questions centered around um, people asking that I had talked about my journey to wellness and how I was going to get back on board. And they wanted to know <laughs> to follow up and to keep me accountable. What was I doing recently um, to get back on track? So so the two people who asked that question, thank you. Uh, but really, I will say, um, and let me backtrack first. The the one question, the subset, like they wanted to know what was the thing that derailed me. Um, I thought I had said it in that episode um, with Jeanette, but the thing that derailed me, I had emergency appendectomy in October of 2016. Yeah, shit, time flies. Um, but I had just come back from vacation. We went on a Mediterranean cruise. We spent some days in Barcelona. And literally the day after, um, we got back like Monday. I took Tuesday off. And like Tuesday night, I was in the ER. And Wednesday at like 6 in the morning, had emergency appendectomy, which turned into a lot of shit. 
Um, and I had ended up having major, um, a major open surgery and that had sidelined me. And before that, I was working out with a personal trainer and I was working out on my own. I was doing pretty good. The diet was iffy, but I was consistently working out. Um, and then after that, I couldn't um, because of the healing process and I couldn't lift weights. And then uh, when I could, I was cleared and able to, I kind of re opened the wound a bit it was i have a very large scar it starts like in my belly button and goes all the way down to my pelvis area um and so i kind of reopened part of the wound and that scared me and then i kind of just lost confidence and then i looked up it had been six months that you know i had been working out and i tried and then i hurt myself again and i was scared and so i just stopped and then six months turned into nine and then nine was a year and then a year was 13 months and then yeah um, and so it's so hard. Like, that's one thing I appreciate about the message that Jeanette said in that episode was to like, give yourself a thousand second chances because shit's going to happen. It's going to knock you off your game. But what matters is how much um, you believe in yourself and how much um, effort you put into getting back on the saddle. So to answer your question about what am I doing? Again, the diet is in flux. I'm still working on that. I am going to do better with that. But I think you have to do one thing at a time, right? And so May, um, I signed up at the um, yoga studio that I've been doing events at, Lift Yoga in Baltimore. Love, love, love the venue. I love the people who work there. I love the instructors. And so um, I signed up for one of their classes. and It's called Lift. <laughs> but it combines like um, yoga with like high intensity workout and the series, um, it was like a series that gave you the foundations to this class. And I'm so happy that I signed up for the series because if I had just gone to that lift class without taking the series, I would have never gone back because the shit is hard as fuck. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's hard as fuck. And so like the, how the class works is like, we do like, um, sun salutation A and we do a sun salutation B and then we do some dynamic movement. And then we do like a rotation of four to five exercises every minute. And then we repeat those like five times or six times, like depending on what she says. So it could be like, okay, you're going to do 15 burpees, 12 squats, you know, 14 kettlebell swings, this, 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 and you might have 10 seconds of rest and then you start the rotation again. Um, and then we do like a small stretch yoga um, movement to wind down and then we get a lavender cool towel and the class is over and it's hard as fuck. Um, and so I did that for the month of May and I was taking yoga like twice a week and I was trying to do a walk. So I was moving five times a week. And so since that set up my pattern, that's what I'm going to keep out. I even went to the gym uh, yesterday. And each time I laugh, my core, it hurts. So I'm back on the saddle. Like I said, okay, we got a routine down in May, June. I'm going to work on the diet. All right. So that's the deal. Thank you for following up on episode 49. All right. Um, this question was just, and, and thankfully, it's a girl who asked this question. I think I might have been weirded out a bit by a guy asking the question. And so it was very simple. Boonie, Brazilian or shaving? Um, <laughs> I love how personal y'all get with me. But um, you know what? I, I, I've done both. But I, I would say my preference is to get waxed 
um definitely brazil i don't see the point in just getting like a bikini wax because to me the favorite part of a brazilian is when they get up in the booty cheeks and they like wax um your butt <laughs> like you don't even realize how much hair can be in there at times until it's gone and it's like nice and smooth and fiction fiction friction free <laughs> but literally that is like my favorite um part of the brazilian so you don't do that and like could you imagine shaving in between your butt cheeks and then you get the stubble and shit like who wants to do that like who wants to feel that irritation um but i will say that can be an expensive habit um yeah so i get why people shave it's every now and then you can do a little trim up in between your your um your waxes but definitely um i i would choose a brazilian over shaving unless i really fell upon hard times um but like that meme or that tweet that was going around where it was like waxing or shaving and the girl responded you gonna get whatever pussy we got in stock i mean that's pretty much what it's gonna be but (laughs) i try to keep it waxed all right that's my answer to that one so the next question um comes from episode 54 this goes for all my nasty hoes hey word to cardi b still she's still having a moment i do wish that she hadn't gotten pregnant just like at this moment because i really feel like she really could have flourished through this whole summer if she was not pregnant but that's me being selfish whatever i digress and so if you remember episode 54, that was with Chrissy and Sheika. And we did, <laughs> at the end of the episode, we just went off the rails. And I confess that someone I had slept with while they were in me was like, oh my God, like it feels so good. And I was like, good, like what? And they were like, your pussy feel like a sandwich. <laughs> the shit is still funny, like still fucking funny. And so the question was, Boonie episode 54 with Chrissy and Sheikah was hilarious. And you said he called your pussy a sandwich. In the episode, you guys debated what kind of sandwich you'd rather your pussy be. I would agree that a panini probably is best. But I have another variation for this. If you could make your pussy any food item, what what would it be and why? <laughs> this question just, it tickles me so much because it's like, I really had to think like, hmm, if my pussy could be any piece of food, what would I want it to be? And I, 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 I narrowed it down to one particular item, but then I got tossed. Like, what kind would I want it to be? So I would like, if if a guy wanted to describe my pussy as a piece of food, I would like it to be a steak. Now I, I was tossed. Like, do I want a fillet? Do you want a sirloin? A ribeye? A rump? A skirt steak? Like, I just did not know what type. So I think I'm down between a sirloin or the ribeye. But a nice steak that's tender, juicy, warm, medium with a nice warm pink center. I mean, I just don't understand. And then, you know, like the steaks, when the, the, the juices that come out of it, like a nice, lovely juice, and you let that drizzle back on top of the steak that's what i if a nigga told me oh bitch <laughs> mm, this feel like a ribeye <laughs> yeah 
that would that would make me feel good about myself but a sandwich nah because in my house growing up we didn't make like like a sandwich was like you know peanut butter and jelly or you just threw some mayonnaise and a slice of cheese and a piece of a couple of meat it wasn't no lettuce and tomato and all that we didn't make no fancy sandwiches you know it was always on some white bread it wasn't that new age wheat and all that shit just started happening recently right and so sandwiches aren't impressive to me but my fucking steak yeah i think yeah i'm gonna ride with a steak I, like i said i don't know what kind of cut but if if my pussy had to be correlated to a steak, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> but um, um, who wrote that? Ryan, Ryan, you are a fool for sending this question in. <laughs> but I did think long and hard about it, and I hope you got a good laugh. <laughs> Okay, guys, so it was just two more questions. And this next question, um, it wasn't based off an episode, but it came from B. That's all it had was a capital B. Capital B means I'm about that life, right? That's Beyonce. Um, <laughs> but this person asked me, B asked, um, what are the top five questions you would ask a new sexual partner? Um, it could be questions you've asked in the past or something that you think all people should ask. Thanks. All right. Um, that's an interesting question because I actually <laughs> kind of do have a questionnaire. So to me, the number one question, that the first question I ask people is, um, have you been tested for um, STDs and um, HIV AIDS? And when was the last time you were tested? So that's number one, um, <laughs> because safe sex is the best sex. Um, and lets me know too, like, how well they um, take care of themselves because you'd be surprised how people out here out here fucking putting their dick in people's mouths putting their pussies in people's mouths and they have never had um a they've never been tested it blows my mind like people were just like oh i'm clean are you serious like grow the fuck up and go get tested so that's number one number two um i think for me is trying to um gauge their risky behavior and so i asked like you know do you always have sex with a condom or have some type of protected sex um or how many people have you had unprotected sex with because i know some people once they get in certain types of relationships um they stop using condoms because they're getting tested they're monogamous blah 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 so that is always the second question i ask just to gauge their risky behavior because they could say oh you know sometimes i use a condom and then tell me you know um it's only been two people so what <laughs> like that doesn't add up to me or to you know some people might say always but it was just one person who we were in a committed relationship and we decided to stop using condoms and this is how we did it so i usually try to ask that question to gauge um then also for me i try to gauge behavior because people like different things and um I think for me, it's like, is there anything you won't do in bed? Because you'll be shocked how many people are like, nope, I only like it this way. I only do it this way. I'm not going to put my mouth on you. I don't want you to put your mouth on me, blah, 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 blah. So that is always number three. Like, what won't you do? What's the line that you won't 
um, cross because some people are way more conservative than you think they are. And you out here like a finger in your butt with, you know, nipple clamps on, all this stuff. And they just want plain old missionary every time. And that might not work. Um, I'm going to say two more. I don't know. I just, I do ask a lot of questions. Um, oh, duh. The big one I ask, I always ask if they've kissed someone or had sex with someone or allowed someone to suck their dick of the same sex. Um, just to gauge if they've ever done anything with, cause I only date, um, and have sex with men. So when I ask men that, I always want to know if, you know, they've done anything else. And again, all of these questions that I ask of them, I will answer as well only fair also another question so that's three um oh god i can ask so many i'm trying to think what would be my next one oh another one i like to ask is like do you like to to masturbate or touch yourself in front of um the person that you're sleeping with because it's so weird um i feel like some people are really iffy and really secretive about masturbation but for me I don't mind that like I actually enjoy to watch it because get to watch how um he strokes his penis does he use his left hand or his right hand does he focus on the head does he does full shaft movements like these are all the things that I like to know because then it helps me know how to please you but then you can also gauge something if the person gets squeamish if they're like oh god no like no you're not gonna watch me do that then you also kind of see the kind of person you're working with. <laughs> um, so that's four. And I think the fifth one. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. I guess maybe like the wildest thing they've done. Um, again, to kind of gauge what they're into. So those would be my top five i can't even recap i would i say stds testing um the same sex question masturbation what are they into and i can't remember the fifth one but those (laughs) those would be my top five okay all right let me know if you ask that um and i'd be curious to know too what are some other questions people ask like i have a long list usually when i'm get rubbed up i can just keep going and going and asking things um yeah, so I would just be curious to know what you guys think. All right, the last question. Um, This came in for episode 46, and that was the episode with Jack Jones where we talked about um, sex toys and uh, sex play, etc., which was really fun. And the person asked, uh, you talked about sex toys in this episode, uh, but I do have a question about what is your favorite toy that you've used in practice with your partner? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, thanks for sending that one in, Sydney. So for me, I know because, like I said, I'm in a heterosexual uh, sexual relationship. And so I know guys can get a little squeamish at times about, you know, using sex toy because they think it's something with them. But you just really have to spin it. Like, I think this is something that, you know, we'll enjoy together. It's something I really enjoy. Like, it's clearly going to turn and, you know, get my rocks off, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's all about how you sell it um, before you whip it out. And so for me, I'll say something that's less intimidating. And I've even had one particular partner um, start using this themselves. Like, 
you know, I didn't have to ask. He introduced it, but a cock ring. And, you know, Jack said it in um, the episode as well. It's small. It's an, it's not intimidating. He just puts it on and then it has a little piece that vibrates that you should feel on your clit. And um, he can feel the sensation as well. And it's a cock ring, so it keeps him a little harder um, if they have those issues, because some men do. And so... um that's an easy one you can even buy those in fucking walgreens like you don't even have to go to a sex store to get a fucking cock ring anymore so um yeah that's very intense not as intimidating now for me one of my favorite sex toys and we talked about it on the episode two is the hitachi magic wand which just recently celebrated 20 years i saw so happy birthday hitachi um, <laughs> and i think it was in episode 56 as well i think um shika chrissy and i talked about or one of those episodes that we were on with them um we talked about how we did the pat and we all like ordered a magic wand like within days of each other and used them for the first time in the experience the magic wand is very powerful i can see how some um people don't like it because it is um it's really intense it, uh, you <laughs> yeah you can't use that thing every day i don't know how um someone can do that every day so something like a hitachi that will might take a little bit more finesse with the a partner depending on their personality etc etc um so i would say for those the success i've had with them two ways you can do that the first time you introduce it if they're not buying it you can give them the control of it and then have them like blindfold you or like tie your hands up and tie your legs up and you give your partner the wand and they get to control it because it's such an intense sensation that you're going to react from it and so your reaction might turn them on and so they could do a little play like make you go crazy turn it off put it on your nipples put it on your clit do this so it's a lot you can do with it that way or another way too is if i think jack even mentioned it in the episode um and this is a favorite of mine. If he's going doggy style from behind, you can hold it or he can hold it on your clit at the same time. Incredibly intense orgasm. Beware. And also, I think another way, too, that I've had success, too, is if you're giving head, you can put it on their balls. Little extra vibration that you can't do. I know some people like to hum on the balls, blah, blah, blah. But this can do it while you're doing other things with other places of your body <laughs> so those would be my suggestions those are the easiest way those are my favorite um ones but yeah i'm not gonna give y'all all my kink and everything here but i feel like that's pretty pg in the sex toy with a partner realm okay <laughs> so that is it for the questions that i decided to answer for this episode again i always welcome it um you can send in your questions to the boonie breakdown at gmail.com you can head over to the boonie on the contact form if you would like to be anonymous you can send in your questions there right i get a few there uh, when people send it in anonymous because they don't want to know but y'all know we don't do that judgment shit here we don't do that at the boonie breakdown and you can also go to the boonie breakdown.com and on the side of the page you will see something that says click voice uh, send voicemail so you can record a voicemail and I can just drop your voicemail in. You too can send that anonymously. So you don't even have to say your name. You don't have to put a name. You just send a voicemail, which would be dope. Um, also, I think that's all the ways. Oh, and then you guys can keep DMing me, of course. I get a lot of questions and comments and DM, which is amazing and great. And I love, 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 love it. So again, like I said in the pick of the week early, 
earlier in the episode. You guys are what makes the show go around. So I love it. So again, um, thank you for a kick-ass season three. I can't believe another season is done. Um, yeah, I'm excited for season four just to get you excited. Um, I have recorded some of the episodes already. Um, and of course, again, I'm going to have some more great guests. Of course, Brian will be back. Of course, KG will be back. Of course, Chrissy and Sheikah will be back. And, um, this is it. No new episodes in June. I hope to see, can't wait to see all of you guys who got a ticket for the Booney Breakdown Live June 23rd at the Motorhouse Baltimore. Uh, it's going to be such an amazing time. I'm so, so, so excited for it. We have some great sponsors. Uh, so thank you to Martel Cognac. Thank you to Dane Products. Um, also, we have some great giveaway sponsors. And um, it's just going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing show. So again, if you enjoyed the Booney Breakdown, podcast you enjoyed this episode i encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on apple podcast spotify soundcloud stitcher google play or any app that you listen to your podcast on don't forget to leave a review too you might just hear your review on the next episode follow us on social media share the episode with those you love those you don't love those you fucking hate i don't make these pretty images for nothing okay so have a dope ass week okay have a dope ass month of june thank you for listening and until july 2nd